Hey everybody, you are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. This is your host, Andrew Benjamin, and I'm joined by a very special guest today. We, with us, we have Lindsay Snow. Lindsay is a pro wrestler from Florida. She is also a Naga champion. She has competed for promotions such as Shine, PWX, and FTPW. And she takes on Sumi Sakai at Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 2 this Saturday in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for taking your time to talk to us. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. So, can you just talk a little bit about, um, uh, uh, for people who may not be familiar with you, who you are and uh, how you got involved in pro wrestling? Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, well, I'm a 32-year-old tattoo artist from uh, Jacksonville, Florida, originally. Um, I started tattooing about uh, 17 years ago, and uh, when I started tattooing, it was, like, really hard for me because I I had always, like, had this dream uh, to be a tattooer, but, like, also uh, simultaneously, I had a dream to become a pro wrestler, and uh, I I always loved submission grappling, like, uh, I, I loved Pride, like, I grew up watching Pride. And uh, I love UFC as well, you know, so uh, like K1, Dream, Rings, all that stuff. Uh, I, w- I was just a, a big like MMA fan and uh, a big fan of uh, submission grappling. And uh, I decided that like I also wanted to train to become a submission grappler as well so like while I'm tattooing like when I first started out tattooing I obviously had to focus and um put all of my efforts towards tattooing so uh that I could have you know that steady income to be able to to train and uh and not have to get like a a bunch of sponsors you know because like I was just starting out training so I wasn't uh I wasn't like in the market for sponsors yet I guess you could say but um, I knew that it was something that I loved, and it was something that I knew I would excel at. Mm-hmm. So I just uh, I just kept my nose to the grindstone, and uh, at first I started training uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and uh, that like that's always like that always has my heart. I love that sport so much, and uh, pretty much like a month after I started training Jiu-Jitsu, I started competing. Like, I just, like, threw myself in there, like, full force. <laughs> um, I fell in love with competing. And, uh, you know, I, it's, I, through jujitsu, you know, there's always fans of pro wrestling. Like, it's so crazy how, uh, how big of a resurgence pro wrestling has had as of lately. But... You know, it's it's cool too because in all of these other avenues, uh, they all link up together. You know, so like I'm I'm starting to do pro wrestling, and I mean I'm starting to do jujitsu, and uh, you know all I can think about is how badly I want to try to become a pro wrestler. You know, I'm like man, I'm watching you know Monday Night Raw, I'm, I'm watching SmackDown, and like I'm like man, I could do that. You know, like that's I could so do that, and, 
you know, I've always had that mindset to where, like, if I want to do something, I, like, I know I can do it, you know? So, um, I just, you know, once again, I got super, super lucky, actually. One day at, um, at my job when I was tattooing, I tattooed a, a gentleman who, uh, who was a pro wrestler, and he offered me to, uh, go check out his training facility, and, then the ball just started rolling from there. Um, I went to practice one day and uh, I met some other people that eventually introduced me to Jay Lethal from Ring of Honor. So, uh, you know, it, it was just, it was just kind of crazy, you know, like all of my life aspects, you know, all the different things that I do somehow lead me back to pro wrestling. <laughs> so, uh, that was, it was pretty cool to, uh, to be able to meet Jay. And as soon as I met Jay, he was just like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna do some cool stuff together, you know? And, uh, he's such an amazing teacher. Like Jay has helped me like immensely. And, uh, I'm, I'm so grateful for him and like teaching me, you know, from, nothing pretty much like all it was was like this little like this girl that was just trying to submit everybody and and for wrestling practice you know like trying to figure out how jiu-jitsu could fit into pro wrestling and uh how to be able to portray it on a uh, on a bigger platform i see i uh, see yeah oh uh, so uh, so, so, uh, if you're like, what, uh, what rank are you are in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? I'm a blue belt. Oh, wow. I've a, yeah, I've been a blue belt for, uh, for quite a while now. I, um, I had to, like, step back from training, like, because I was training every day in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and, um, I ended up, I ended up getting hurt, and, uh, I hurt my knee pretty bad so I had to take a little bit of time off from jiu-jitsu and uh as of like probably like the last year and a half I've started going like ham back at it again you know mm -hmm. so um as as a I, uh, as a fellow blue belt I, I do I do understand the struggle that it seems like you stay a blue belt for a long time sometimes forever I, I did watch a few of your Naga um, videos, and I do notice that you go you go for uh, I don't know is it um, uh, Achilles locks or heel hooks or foot locks? Um, it was really hard to tell. What, what what is it that you mostly go for in when you compete uh, when you're doing uh, BJJ? Um, I usually like, of course, like I'll try to hit an armbar, um, like just. You know, like out of out of habit, but uh, mostly like I love attacking legs. Um, it's just kind of it's funny to me to watch people scramble because they don't. A lot of people don't know how to defend their legs, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm like a, a big uh, 
Fedor fan, and, uh, you know, like, I, I love Fedor, and um, he is an Zombo, you know, and Zombo is, like, Russian leg attacks, pretty much, and uh, I've watched, like, all of his seminars in Russian, and then, um, actually, like, how I met Josh Barnett was, um, I flew to California one summer just to go train at Eric Paulson's gym, CSW, and, like, uh, I, I just showed up there one day. Like, I didn't have any connections or anything. I just showed up there and asked if I could pay the fee to come train for the week. And, man, they just became family out there. Like, everybody that I train with out there, I still keep in contact with, like, to this day. And uh, everybody was just, like, showed me, like, so much love and, uh, you know, just let me come out there and, and train my ass off and uh, get beat up and beat other people up. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. It was super awesome. But yeah, I met Josh Barnett out there training at CSW. And um, I just like showed up there, like I said. And uh, man, I, I met Eric and he was like, so wait, let me get this straight. You just came here, like, just to train? Like, this isn't, like, part of your other vacation or anything like that? And I was like, no, man. I just wanted to come learn from you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, so, I'm curious to know, did you ever consider tr uh, trying to go into MMA, or was or did you or do you have no interest in trying in competing in MMA at the amateur or pro level? Um. I mean, I think that I might not, uh, I don't think I'll ever really, like, take MMA on. Um, I just, I, I haven't been training the striking like I want to be able to. Like, uh, a couple of my friends are Bang Thai, or Bang Muay Thai affiliates. And, uh, you know, I just watch them and I'm just like, man, like, I, I wish that whenever I first started training jiu-jitsu that I would have trained Muay Thai, like, hand in hand. But I was just so obsessed with jiu-jitsu, like, I would take, like, three classes a day. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just, I'm, I'm like, a, I'm a little thing, you know? Like, I'm not, like, little, little, but, like, I got short arms and short legs. So I'm, like... But I'm stocky, so, like, I feel like uh, I would be paired up, like, against longer-limbed people, like, taller, longer-limbed people, because uh, I'm thick. Like, I got a lot of muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, uh, was you breaking up? Oh, I'm sorry, I lost you for a second. Oh, no, no sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, you, know, you were just saying that you are going up against, uh, you think you'd be going up against the longer limb people if you are competing in MMA? Yeah, for sure, because uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't really, like, drop the weight. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to, like, get down to 115, like, like all the little smaller girls, you know? Like, I, I, uh, I walk around at, like, 155, 160. Mm-hmm, I see, I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, so before we get into Buzzport, I, I just wanted to ask two related questions uh, regarding pro wrestling. And uh, the first question I have is, um, I, you were in a, involved in an incident, I believe, this year with another pro wrestler. 
where where you almost got seriously injured by this uh, by this much bigger uh, female pro wrestler, and then you had to basically uh, I guess uh, teach her physically not to to, uh, to hurt somebody in the ring. Um, can you talk a little bit about about that incident? Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit. Um, basically, uh, the girl who. I don't really want to put over, so I'm not going to say her name. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's notorious for trying to hurt people in the ring, and I'm really not sure why that is. You know, um, I mean, when our match started, like she she didn't really like give me even a chance to get into the ring before she started on her uh, on on what she does. You know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I wasn't really like aware of uh, of her background like that, but obviously she wasn't aware of my background either. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know what? Uh, sometimes, like if people try to try to bully you or like take advantage of you, you just have to let them know what time it is. And yeah. um, sadly, like that day, that girl found out what time it was real quick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Yeah, and if anybody wants to see a little cl- of the clip of it, they can go on your Twitter to see uh, what happens when um, when the time does reach uh, midnight. I guess you could say. So, um, uh, but I also want to ask that because um, I don't know if you're familiar with the incident that just happened in Rev Pro, um, the the incident with the referee who got attacked by one of the wrestlers. Did you hear about this incident? I, uh, I I saw something about it um, yesterday. It kind of blew up on um, on Twitter. Like, dude, so Twitter, like, I don't understand how people think that they could be, you know, not good people and it not get out, especially with how big wrestling Twitter is and, yeah. like, how stuff spreads like wildfire. Like, that girl that, uh, that tried to bully me, you know, that video's got over a hundred thousand views on it, you know. So like, it's not like it's a secret that she's kind of a turd. And like, that dude that did that to the rap, you know. Like, he, it, I don't understand like why people think that they can do stuff and and just uh, there will be no repercussions to their actions, you know. Like, you gotta take responsibility for your actions, man. Like, you gotta know that like the internet's gonna find out. And uh, you can't just go around treating people like crap. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I want to put. I want to put in the context of like someone like you. You know how to defend yourself in case of something in the ring happens like that. But I'm guessing that referee probably doesn't have any sort of way to defend himself, but or, or, or is trained to you know in case if you know the rest a wrestler did something like that, someone who was obviously bigger than him. So I'm just curious to know, for your advice for somebody if they're ever caught in a situation like that, be a referee or a wrestler, what would be the situation that what would you say would be the best way that that someone could react to a situation like that? Yeah, I uh, am a firm believer of always protecting yourself. You know, learn how to protect yourself. Take self-defense classes. Learn, like, I feel like everybody could benefit from them, not just pro wrestlers. Like, out on the street, if something were to happen to you and you don't know how to defend yourself, then you're just going to have to let it happen to you, you know? Kind of like how what happened to that ref. And um, going back to uh, to the, 
the girl with me, you know. Um, evidently, like I didn't find this out until after the after the match, you know, when the video got posted. But um, she had a she had a bad habit of trying to uh, trying to do that to girls, you know. And um, a lot of girls didn't know how to protect themselves. They would get beat up by her. Um, she threw a chair at Jordan Grace's head when Jordan Grace was like 17. Oh my! I didn't. Oh, yeah. that's horrible. Yeah, that's dude. Disgusting. And like Jordan, she's a cool chick, you know. Like I like her a lot. Like I've trained with her and everything. And like she's she's a, a rad chick. And like this girl, like I, I, you know, you never really know what's going through other people's heads when they do crazy stuff like that. But you always have to be on your toes because you never know what will happen in a ring, you know? Like, you never know if the person that's standing across from you is going to try to pull some crap on you, you know? Like, you got to kind of, like, be on your toes. And, um, like, it sucks to say that, but I would rather be prepared than, uh, you know, be on Twitter getting my ass beat. Mm -hmm. I got you. No, I totally understand that. Actually, and that's actually a good transition to the last question I have uh, uh, before we get to Bloodsport is uh, Jordan Grace did uh, mention, she, she uh, put out um, on Twitter that she considers wrestling a performance art rather than a sport. And she thinks that when people call it a sport, it kind of, it holds it back. And I'm just curious to get your thoughts on what, what, you, th what you consider wrestling. Do you consider performance art or a sport, a little bit of both? What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Um, it's sports entertainment to me, 100%. Um, you know, it's, a. I guess somebody, what did they say the other day? They said that it was like choreographed violence. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, not everything always goes as planned, so it's not strictly choreographed. Uh, like, obviously, what happened to me in that one video, you know, like, other people have had similar experiences and you know sometimes when you talk about it, the fact doesn't always go down the way it's supposed to but you gotta make the best of it and like I, I wouldn't necessarily group pro wrestling into performance artists you know like pro wrestlers are pro wrestlers mm -hmm. you know like I wouldn't go tell somebody oh performance art a performance artist, you know, like, no, I'm a pro wrestler, and, um, I feel like, <laughs> like, everybody's entitled to their own opinions on what they want to consider their stuff, you know, um, I, I do agree that it is an art, but so is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is the gentle art, mm -hmm. you know, catch wrestling is... <laughs> not the gentle art, <laughs> you know, it's the violent art, yeah. so, um, and, and, you know, with pro wrestling, it stems from catch wrestling, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, as a, speaking of catch wrestling, another great transition, uh, let's talk about Bloodsport 2 uh, coming up this sun, uh, Saturday, excuse me, at, in New Jersey. You will be taking on Sumi Sakai, uh, Ring of Honor, former Ring of Honor World Champion, also a former MMA fighter. And I'm curious to know, uh, do you, uh, did you know about Sumi uh, Sakai before uh, this uh, match uh, was um, was booked? 100%. I, um, I 
since I was trained by Jay Lethal. Um, he's a fellow Ring of Honor. Uh, he's a fellow Ring of Honor talent and uh, champion as well. Um, so I've I've known about Sumi since you know before I even started pro wrestling. Um, I I like her work. I'm a fan of her work, and I you know we're gonna beat the hell out of her. And I'm super honored that she uh, took the fight and. Um, me in the face. So how do you see this this match going? Obviously, I think you would probably definitely have the ground advantage in this. So would I, the ideally would it be to get this fight on the ground and to submit her one of, with one of your patented uh, foot locks, heel hooks, uh, toe holes, something along those lines? Yeah, um, you know, leg locks are definitely the game. Um, I know that she's a judoka. So I'm gonna try to avoid getting thrown, and uh, you know, pro- probably counter, probably counter with like a takedown, mm-hmm. and uh, bring it, bring it to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, as I mentioned, she is a former MMA fighter, so I would guess that she all she will stand up. Maybe would probably be in her favor. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know what your how much of your stand up, how long how long you've been doing stand up uh, when you train. But is that something that you're also going to try to avoid? Is try to keep try to just you know avoid the stand up as quickly as possible, just in case if she might have that advantage. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to have the size advantage on her. I feel like I'm slightly larger than her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that she's definitely going to bring it um, with her MMA background. And with the training Is that I you? have. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say that uh, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be a pretty awesome fight to, uh, to actually, like, I'm going to... I'm gonna have fun going back and watching it. I know, cause uh, I'm just excited just to to be in there and uh, to to be able to put my my skills on display. And um, yeah, I think that uh, I think that it's gonna be a pretty awesome. Uh, also, the one thing I uh, want to bring up is that this will also be the first uh, Blood Sports show. Uh, three have run so far, and uh, this will be this will be the third. And you, along with three other female competitors, will be the first women to compete on a Blood Sport court card. Now, I'm just curious, how do you feel that uh, that you that this will be the first time that that women that a women's match will be on a Blood Sport card? How does that feel to be uh, be the first? Uh, it's a really amazing feeling that Josh um, trusts that he knows that we're gonna. And <laughs> sorry, I apologize. You were breaking up. Uh, you were breaking up. Oh, sorry. I was just saying. Um, it's it's a really good feeling to know that Josh trusts us to bring it, and um, you know, like women like violence too, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the last questions I have is, and I, this is going to be a tough question because, um, you got, you have a lot of tattoos. I like to ask people, uh, wrestlers, MMA fighters, when I talk to them about one of their tattoos, but you have so many, I'm not so sure where to start. So I'm going to let you tell me about any, what, what, whichever of tattoo is your favorite that you have on. Oh man. Um, well, I've. 
Oh, sorry, Liz. Uh, uh, sorry, Lindsay. You were a, sorry, Lindsay. You were breaking up. Okay, man. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's hard to pick just one of them. Um, I've got a, a couple that you know I, I really enjoy. Um, the one that I get asked about the most is uh, what does my stomach say? And uh, my stomach says Arlington, which is like the part of Jacksonville that I grew up in. So like I'm forever representing Jacksonville. I feel like it's really important to never forget where you came from. Uh, the last statement you said, I just, I, it didn't come through. Okay. Um, and so, uh, with that, I, I guess basically all the questions I have, one of the last things, I, one of the last few things I want to ask is, um, I want, uh, you know, you to say, um, you know, to say whatever you want to or about Sumi Sakai. Um, I want to give you an opportunity just to say whatever you want to or about her, the match coming up. The floor is yours. Alright. Um, Sumi, I've, uh, I've been studying you for a really long time and uh, to get this opportunity that Josh trusts us to put on one of the elite female matches and blood sport history is a, such an honor and uh you know i know that you fight with honor i know that this is going to be just a knockdown drag out violent just annihilation i i, just, I can't wait Nothing. I brings me a smile when I hear somebody uh, say this is gonna be like Don Fry and Takayama. That makes me so happy to hear. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, with that, Lindsay, I want to give you also an opportunity to plug all of your social media where fans can reach you. Uh, your tattoo parlor that you uh, that you work at. Yeah, uh, pu uh, plug all everything that you're involved with.
Actually, sorry, you just remind me. Your your uh your Instagram and Twitter handle are both Kaiju Power. I'm curious to know, do you, are you a Godzilla fan or a Kaiju fan by any chance? I'm a huge Godzilla fan. Oh, uh, curious to know, what did you think of the movie that came out this year? So it was a little um a little corny and and part you no, know, but like. I got gotcha, you. I got. Okay, great. And we have with that, Lindsay. Uh, uh, Lindsay Snow will be taking on Sumi Sakai this Saturday uh, at Josh Barnett's GCW presents Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Two, New Jersey, Atlantic City. Uh, you can. Uh, I think there are a few tickets still available as of this recording. If not, if you are all locked out, you can order on Fight.TV through their app or website. Again, that's Fight.TV, F-I-T-E.TV. And, uh, Lindsay, thank you very much for talking to us. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll definitely be looking forward to your match at uh, Bloodsport uh, this weekend. Awesome. Thank you so much again for having me. It was, uh, it was really nice talking to you. No problem. You have a great day now. Thanks. Take care. Okay, bye-bye.